Welcome back to the Gathering Podcast. I'm Travis. And I'm Will, and this is part two of Parenting Done Right. Yes, part two, because we thought it warranted uh, a little bit more content. Um, Last month's podcast, we discussed Parenting Done Right and uh, basically broke it down into three sections. Uh, Defining parenting, common problems in parenting, and principles to follow. Um, if you haven't listened to part one, go ahead and pause this podcast right now and uh, give that a listen. A lot of good stuff in there, at least I think so, because <laughs> uh, I wrote it. <laughs> yeah, right. So if you didn't listen, like he said, pause it. And I would suggest pouring yourself a whiskey. Today is National Whiskey Day, at least the day that we're recording this. Probably not when you're listening to it, but regardless of it's never a bad time to pour yourself a whiskey. I I mean, <clears throat> unless uh, unless you have some sort of a consumption control problem, then you could, it, you could then pour it, probably, it for someone else. Then it probably wouldn't be a good idea to pour yourself a glass. But other than or that, or when you're driving, or or what if, uh, what if tomato potato. <clears throat> anyway, so Will, what do you have for us? Um, I gotta admit, I think this is. Uh, the least amount of preparation either of us have put into a podcast. Is it okay to say that? I mean, can we you probably shouldn't have said okay, that? Okay, well, I, I but uh, it's too late now. Too late now. Um, I mean, I could always go back and cut this, but that yeah, would take we'll, more we'll time. We'll go back. Bleep. All right. So, <laughs> so parenting uh, done right part two. We had our gathering meeting and discussed this first one at the church and just. We love the input that we got, absolutely, and the awesome. conversation yeah. we had. And we didn't. I didn't want this, you know, podcast part two to be the how tos, like how to discipline, like we talked about a little bit the first one, but more some general things in parenting that are necessary for us to, as parents, not for the kids, but this is how we as the parent, as the father specifically, sure, yeah. is going to make sure that we're centered and doing well. Um, so I call it the five P's of parental uh, or paternal parenting. I don't, I know, say, I don't even know my parental, title. What man. did I say? Yeah. The, the five P's <laughs> of paternal parenting. Well, <laughs> let me give you a second to go back over your notes and just touch, uh, yes, on, thank you. touch on the the, Please sing us a song. the last gathering. It, uh, just to reiterate, I, I mean, it couldn't have gone better. Um, the, the, the whole, the, the whole platform here is really designed to, um, get the content out in a way that many people, not the majority, but the growing majority of individuals are absorbing their content and, um, get the information out there so that uh, you can come to the gathering uh, prepared and uh, kind of ready to, to give in your own two cents here and there, I guess. Um, hopefully, you know, divinely directed, but most certainly looking for people's input. So it's not just uh, a being talked at type of situation. And it really worked out perfect. Um, 
this last Saturday or, or this last gathering, um, you know, we had, um, a dozen, yeah. dozen or so guys. Uh, so a really small gathering so far. Um, but it, it was, it was really awesome just to get everyone's, um, input. You know, we had some non-fathers there. We had some, uh, grandfathers there and, um, really really good mix and um everyone was really prepared to to just carry the conversation if you will so it, it wasn't necessarily um going somewhere and having a speech or anything like that it was really just um hanging out eating food and and talking it was awesome it was great yeah and a, a group of guys that typically come weren't able to be there either because of work um, and this was also the, the very beginning of COVID-19. So a few things and, yeah. you know, recommendations of not meeting was starting to get out there. And we're like, yeah, we're men. We, we, we're going <laughs> to do it anyway. I think, I think the, the gathering size was, uh, it was, it was underneath 50, yeah, I think, was or under, something like that at, the, at that time. Like we, we nobody, were good. We were covered. Nobody, no, you know, groups smaller than 50. So we, we knew we'd be good. Hopefully someday we, you know, we wouldn't fall into that category. I'd love to see hundreds of guys get. Sorry, there. we got to close down. Yeah, yeah. You five thousand people can't be here. <laughs> Man, dreaming big, huh? <laughs> uh, then we'll just have to do a live podcast oh, while you and great. I eat all the bacon. That would be great. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, okay, so the five P's of paternal parenting. Three of these, I must admit, my wife came up with. So, <laughs> shout out to Chelsea. Uh, one of them, a guy at our gathering meeting, you know, the breakfast threw out there. And the last one I actually came up with. So I'm pretty proud of the that. The last but one. The last one we're going <laughs> to talk about, and I'm pretty proud about that. Yeah, yeah. I I would be I would be proud, too. Um. You, you are proud. <laughs> All right. So, uh, so the first P uh, that we're going to talk about is purpose. And so what I mean when I'm talking about purpose is not necessarily, not only having a, uh, and a goal in how am I going to get my kids to this type of character, this type of person, but a purpose when times are hard as a father, when you're, you're stressed, you're tired, you think, oh, man, I just can't, Go another day. I don't have any more patience. And specifically, what I'm what I'm thinking is, when I was in the state police academy, there was for a lot of people, it was just, a, a, of course, it's not a fun time. It's very difficult, mentally, physically, emotionally, all of that. But I came into it almost with a peace, knowing that this is where this is where God has me at this time. Like, I knew this is what I was supposed to be doing. Sure. And coming into a difficult task, knowing that this is what you're supposed to be doing, can give you that extra encouragement to muster up the strength you need to get through those difficult times. You know, would you agree on that? Would you? Yeah. I mean, it. it uh, <laughs> Yeah, put me on the spot. I was not prepared to, to step in. Remember, we came into this unprepared. <laughs> yeah. 
that's, that's okay. But, yeah, yeah. but so what I'm saying is, uh, specifically during those hard times as a father, when you're questioning, am I a good dad? Am, am I bad? Why did I do this? Why did I have another kid? Why am I trying to have another kid? Right. You know, should I just be selling my kids right now? You are questioning your purpose as a father. You know, I've always said, um, whenever I have a friend that's, uh, you know, an- announced their first uh, pregnancy, right? They're expecting for the first time. Um, <clears throat> I, I always, I love to say, you know, congratulations and, and, and all those good things. I usually get really excited. I don't know why I just do <laughs> kind of uh, giddy and, and schoolgirlish when I, when mm-hmm. I find out. But um, so I, I, I always like to tell him, I'm going to tell you the same thing that everybody told me. And that is, you know, it's going to be um, countless sleepless nights. It's going to be, you know, you're going to stink. You're going to be tired. You're going to be uh, cranky. You know, lots of stinky diaper changes and and unexpected bills and and it's just going to be absolutely agonizing, but it's totally worth it. And then I add, I don't know when it becomes worth it. (laughs) I don't know at which point that actually happens. I'm not there yet, but uh, I just wanted to tell you what everybody has always told told (laughs) me. And I I mentioned that it's at the uh, at the breakfast gathering, and uh, (laughs) somebody. Uh, somebody piped up and said, when you're a grandparent. <laughs> so apparently that's really where the reward comes in. So all you grandparents out there, you've made uh, it, you've, you've arrived. Um, but no, I, again, you know, it, it is, um, there are, there are little moments in it that just really, uh, especially, you know, at that young age, it can be extremely exhausting and, and yeah. it's, sometimes can be very hard to live in that moment. Yeah. But, um, yeah, the, the, those, those little moments when you find them, they're just, they're very rewarding. It's, it's, it's good. Yeah. So, so with the purpose, just a, an encouragement, I suppose for, you know, if you're in a good spot as a father right now, great. You're going to go through another hard spot. And if you're, or if you're there right now listening and you're just questioning, what am I doing? Why am I doing it? Why am I here? You know, and and even if your kids are healthy, great. Even if your kids, you know, you're you're a new parent or you've had your kid for several years, yet if the kid's not healthy or has, you know, issues, physical, psychological, anything, it can be extremely hard, and you're going to question, you know, why me? And so during those difficult times, I think it's just important that to understand that God is in control. He always has been. He always will be. He's in charge of every aspect of your life. And you are not a father of your specific kids for no good reason at all. There's a purpose. There's a reason God has you, the dad of your kids. And I think that's where I'm coming in is when, when times get hard and I have those questions, am I worthy? Am I, you know, should I be a father? Um, when I have the understanding that God chose me, will, to be the parent of my two boys, specifically with a purpose in mind, that gives me some encouragement that 
you know what? No, I can do this. You know, it gets me that little bit of extra strength to find a little bit more patience and pursue. Sure. And, you know, I, I think that, and we could go, <laughs> we could go down this path for a long ways, but um, it, it goes into everything else, not just parenting. Um, because I mean, we all have those doubts. We all have those moments of um, where we just need our our faith renewed and not necessarily our faith, you know, in um, higher power uh, or, or salvation through Christ, but, but just faith that where we're at and what we're doing is uh, divinely oriented, yeah. you know yeah. what I mean? So um, I, I think that can be hard because we don't always get to see those results and sometimes we never will, you know, um, I'm, I'm sure, uh, <laughs> yeah, there, I, I'm sure you can look at every, almost every story, um, throughout scripture and most every story throughout history. And people don't really even see the value that they're adding to something until, um, maybe never, you know? So, yeah. so I guess that leads me into P number two prayer. And so you were mentioning how, you know, well, how do we get to know our purpose? How do we know that this is what God meant, you know, made me to do? And a couple of things is, you know, you know, did I marry, did I marry the right person? Is this the one for me? Well, one question. Are you married? Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's, she's, right? the, she's the one. She's the one then. Yeah. Yeah. The other one, you know, <laughs> should I have been the father of these kids? Well, do you have them? Yeah. Right? yeah. Well, yeah, 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 you're yeah. the father. <laughs> yeah. And so, but prayer is probably the most practical thing you can do as well, because prayer is simply talking with God, with your creator. He's the one that has a will for your life. And how are you going to find that will if you're not talking to the one who created it? Right. And so specifically praying uh, during the hard times too. So my kids are starting to, one of them is, the other one's pretty much sleeping on his own. You know, we're like almost two years in. And so there's been a lot of sleepless nights. And uh, talking to my wife as well, she would typically be the one that's getting up with sure, the kids anyways. Sure. But prayer has been vital in getting through those times and recentering yourself on that purpose that God has for you as a parent. And so, you know, praying, what does that look like? I mean, it's not just, you know, thanking God that you have a kid, but it's being real with him, being raw, letting him know the struggles you're having as a father. God, I need patience or, you know, anger is getting the best of me, but sure. just so, so prayer is, is absolutely vital in every aspect of your life. But as a father, it is extremely vital that we're praying alone, that we're praying with our kids in front of our kids, with our wives, prayer should be the number one, you know, spiritual discipline in your life that you that, that you should be focusing on above anything else. Yeah, and and not just you know, not just your praying properly. You know, um, I think I think one of the big things, um, you know, when we're when we're taught the Lord's prayer. Um, I, I honestly believe that the Lord's prayer is, um, is not a, 
an instruction for um, how to pray verbatim, but more how to outline your prayer. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, so um, basically acknowledging who you're talking to, you know, our Father in heaven, and and um, and then praising um praising him you know uh, hallowed be your name you know and and just expressing that um you know above all else you want the will of the lord um and then you know expressing not necessarily that excuse me um not necessarily that yeah you need um i need X amount of dollars to, to clear, um, so that I can pay my bill on time, you know, whatever. Um, but more so just praying that, you know, you have the faith that God will provide, um, your daily bread, you know, and, um, and, you know, taking some time to go through and, and just pray for people who, um, maybe have hurt you that day, that week over your life. Um, I know sometimes, praying for people that have hurt you is something you have to do on a regular basis over and over again for the same person, just because of the damage that's there, you know? So, um, again, just praying right, not necessarily, um, not necessarily just going to God and, and he's not a genie in a bottle, right? So that that's not how you want to treat him when you're in prayer. You really want to commune with him. You want to, um, acknowledge, um, what you understand he is to you and, um, yeah, just kind of take it from there. Again, I, I, I really think the Lord's prayer is just more of an outline of how you should structure a prayer, um, versus, you know, word for word. Yeah. And I fall, I fall short obviously in, in my prayer life and it, it goes up and down and, but if I could urge you guys, Above all else, work on your prayer life because more than anything, your prayer life is going to bring you into a more intimate relationship with your creator, which is going to shape your heart to match his will more. And all these other things are just going to fall into place, you know, and being a good parent, being a good husband, just being a good man. And so prayer definitely shapes parenting. Yeah, and you know that goes similar to all of our relationships. I mean, think of you know your your chain of command um, at 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 work. Well, they meant at home. Like, <laughs> well, that too. You know, you should be talking to Chelsea. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, just the more the more you communicate with and really get to know um, those indirect authority over you the easier it is to, <laughs> and, and maybe not. Okay. If let's, let's qualify that. If they're a good leader, there uh, we go. The okay. more you're, you connect and um, communicate with uh, those in your, um, in authority over you, yeah. the, the more rested you can be in their um, leadership. And, and I think that's, that's huge. And it's the same way. Um, in our spiritual walk, you know, the, the more time that we spend communicating with God, the more at peace we can be that he really does have 
everything in control and um, a perfect plan for it all, regardless of what our plans are. I mean, obviously, yeah. we. Yeah. I mean, I didn't get into Harvard like I had expected. Uh, <laughs> I didn't even know. You didn't even apply I, to Harvard. I didn't even try. I didn't even apply for U of M because I knew I wasn't smart enough. You did graduate from Yale. Close enough. <laughs> oh, uh, so the third P is kind of a two P. You could say PP. Wait, what? <laughs> perspective slash personality. And so the perspective got brought up by a gentleman. Uh, shall we say his name? No, I think we'll hold off on that, but uh-huh. honestly, I forget. Yeah. <laughs> you refresh my memory on that because I'm trying to think back. So I should Two weeks is hard. It. Okay. So no shout out to you, sir, if you're listening. Uh, you brought up perspective. And specifically, he's talking about, like, our kids have different personalities than we do. And so although we may show love one way, although we may say something one way, meaning one thing, our kids having different personalities coming from a different perspective may completely take it a different way. And so it's hard to parent if you don't know your kids' personalities. Sure. I'm not quite there. <laughs> My well, kids definitely yeah, have different I mean, personalities. It, it, I mean, but it doesn't even mean identifying, a lot right now. even identifying a personality takes years. And, and a yeah. lot of that just has to do with, you know, if, if you've, if you're in the middle of having children, you might think, okay, my three-year-old, I know what type of personality they have. And then you get another child in the home and that shapes and molds their personality. So. <laughs> and so, yeah, I mean, things, things change and it takes a while to identify that, especially if you're not trying um, and not everybody is, um, but they do have, I mean, they have programs. On, we should pull something up sometime. Um, just programs on how to identify personalities. Um, we could take an Enneagram test. That's the Enneagram. I took one recently. Yeah, yeah, Actually absolutely. I paid to take it. I, th- I think it's great. And and I think to get a good one, you you, uh, you probably should pay for it. But um, yeah, I think the Enneagrams are, are great. Um, and and they, they do well uh, with identifying those, you know, seven different personality types. But I'm a type one. Is it? Which Wait, is perfectionist. Seven, seven or nine? Nine. Nine, yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, Just thought I'd throw another P in because I'm, I'm a perfectionist <laughs> personality. Uh, perfectionist, but not perfect, right? <laughs> yeah, it depends who you talk to. Well, I mean, you... I was just going to, I'm getting a glare off the top just, of your head right now. So I'm <laughs> exactly. Which is perfect. <laughs> okay. So right. That's the look I was going uh, for. Okay. I got that. All right. So per- perspective and personality. So in your kids right now, Travis, Oh boy. at the ages that you have, Oh boy. Um, have you seen that knowing different kids' personalities has made the difference in the way that you're parenting? Oh, hundred percent. I mean, you're it. It definitely gives you different, um, different things to to look out for. But you can't at all uh, approach your parenting in the same way for two uh, two different kids. You know what I mean? Like, um, I, I have <clears throat> I have one child who, when it comes to discipline, um, our kids are getting a little older. Where uh, you know, spanking doesn't really, isn't really the most effective route to take. So we, we, gosh, I can't even tell you how long it's been since any of our kids have gotten a spanking, but, um, 
So he, I don't think he got maybe a couple in his entire life just because he would freak out so much over like you got into trouble, go to your room and he would, he would panic so much about, I mean, he could smack his head and he got stitches for walking into the, uh, the table, you know, and all kinds of stuff <clears throat> at a very young age. So super tough kid, but yet you, you know, he thinks he's getting a spanking and he just freaks out and it, it ended up being basically pointless to even try and, and administer that type of discipline with him just because he, he couldn't even focus. He didn't even have any clue. You know, you sit there and try to tell him, um, you sit there and try to tell him, Hey, uh, you know, this is what you did wrong. And this is why you're getting punished or whatever. And he's just, ah, ah, <laughs> you could, you, you were going nowhere with it, you know? Um, and so, uh, but you know, other kids did well with that, you know? And, yeah. um, yeah, anyway, there, no, I have four kids and none of them, um, do I handle things the same way? Um, I, when I had three additional foster kids, I didn't handle things the same way with them either because they, it was, it was totally different personalities and, um, different backgrounds and everything. So you really had to take that into consideration. Um, I know a lot of people think, well, these, you know, these kids were raised in the same home. It's like, yeah, but one was raised with an older sibling and one was raised with a younger sibling. So things are going to be different, you know, and, and not only that, but I really think that there's something deep ingrained with their personalities. I, I'm not a personality expert by any means, but, um, so, so what I'm seeing is it is absolutely vital to know the personalities of your kids because you're going to parent them differently. So, so what I see is like the dangers of not doing that. So you have two, three kids and you have just this one general, this is how I parent sure. everybody. Sure. You know, it's a, it's a military base. Like, sure. Hey, one, like, yeah. You know, I, uh, one person messes up. Hey, everyone's getting in trouble, you know? Yeah. But even aside of that, you know, just outside of parenting, yeah, just knowing someone's personality in general is, sure. is, is a lot better. I Any mean, relationship is going to benefit from knowing your own personality. Exactly. And that per other person's. When, when I was, uh, my, my last deployment, um, 2014, uh, I was a staff sergeant, squad leader, and um, it just so happens that my uh, platoon sergeant, he he and I were, uh, he was actually my team leader um, like a decade before that on my very first deployment. And so I knew him well, and it it was kind of funny. Anytime, anytime we were trying to persuade the outcome of his decisions, um, I basically was sent in to discuss the matter, uh, because I really had a handle on his personality and yeah. how he would do things. And I just presented things in a way that, um, uh, you know, for him, it, it was, you had to present things in a way that made it seem like it was his, his idea you sure. know, type of a thing. Yeah. And, and, um, but yeah, I mean, it's going to help all relationships and you could probably say that that was a 
little bit manipulative and maybe in fact it was but, <laughs> but i mean in the same he respect he could have said no he could have said no in the same respect though you know you you've uh um you you want the best outcome you know you can't just say this is how you do it this is how you parent um across the board and jump into that because you really have to open your eyes and say listen uh you 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 are looking for the best outcome here because the the wrong outcome is it it could it could mean a lot of you know bad things relationally it could it could lead to um you know yeah and it's well, just, <laughs> from from your perspective <laughs> in the MSP i mean you you see a lot of the bad outcomes yeah. so it's this it's this exact point that we have not gotten into specifics on parenting and how to's right right because there's not a one way to do it all so a shout out to tim firestein yeah for bringing up that we're gonna call you perspective thanks buddy (laughs) if you want to autograph he will we'll we'll find a way to get one for you yeah yeah we can get you an autograph (laughs) sign some logo stickers or something yeah yeah we'll get you a gathering sticker with uh, tim's autograph on it (laughs) all right so we've talked about purpose prayer perspective and personality our fourth p is people community so parenting you know you've probably all heard it takes a village um i think it it takes a small village of very specific people (laughs) yeah it it takes a it takes a village of um particularly placed individuals <laughs> not like not like uh oh this this village has a really nice shopping center so we're gonna pick this one no like very very small um very particular village um yeah and this is this is where uh, a prayerful life knowing you know a purpose and aligning with god's will and what you want for your kid comes in when you're trying to pick the people the community to be around sure. your kids. It doesn't necessarily mean that every family member or even grandparents are going to be involved sure. with any type of parenting. So, I mean, like, um, I know we've talked about this in the past, just, you know, with, mm-hmm. uh, with your father and, um, and, and just his lack of uh, interaction you know, yeah, so, in that department. so without going into specifics, there's some things that I wouldn't want my kids taking away from my father. And I'm okay with, hey, we're getting together, you know, so he can see the kids, stuff like that. But at this point, I wouldn't leave my kids with him. Sure. To, to be, you know, in charge of and, and, you know, shaping them, even if it's for a day, a night or something like that. So yeah, just because it's a family member doesn't mean that they should have any, you know, or much involvement, if any, in the shaping of your kids. Yeah. I mean, again, you you need to, you need to be selective on that. Um, and, and really know the characteristics, personalities of those people that are in your village and, uh, and be selective there. Um, I think, I think those um, small uh, small groups uh, in in churches are, are a great way to do that, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, I mean, I can even think back of when 
you know, time that I've spent at my grandparents and just, uh, how, uh, you know, my, my great grandmother specifically used to, you know, she'd go to bed at like eight o'clock and I'd stay up until who knows how late, you know, watching TV and, and, um, yeah, I probably watched a lot of stuff I shouldn't, you know, <laughs> um, uh, and, you know, thinking back like, man, I, I don't know if I would have ever let my, um, uh, my kid do that, you know, just yeah. be unsupervised on the TV like that for hours at a time. And, um, but anyway, yeah, I it just, it does take a village because, you know, there are going to be those, op- those, uh, I don't want to say opportunities, but those situations where yeah. you, you need to call reinforcements. And yeah. And if you haven't really thought about this, you know, sit down and make a list of the people you want to be, in your kids' lives, in a capacity that they have permission to to teach and guide and and you know help grow, but also have a list of people that you know you and your wife have agreed on or whatever that you can talk to about your kids. So the the gathering breakfast, you know, for instance, is a group of guys where this is the community that we've kind of built um, and we've had these conversations and we're getting feedback about parenting and hey you know you brought up at that meeting that you know there's been times where you've had issues that you have never done this before as a parent and so how would I you know go about this you have you have people you had people sure probably in your mind knowing hey you know if it, something ever happens these are the people that I can go to yeah, their that kid, I trust. Their kids that I turned like. out all right, right. So I should, exactly. try, I should exactly. probably talk to them. <laughs> and so, so to have that before a problem comes up. Yeah, totally. So, um, all right. So we talked about purpose and prayer and perspective, personality, and people, community. Now these are the four P's. There's a fifth P that is essential, absolutely essential to paternal parenting. So I'm not talking maternal. I'm talking fathers, paternal parenting. And this P is essential. It's and a, if you're listening, I don't want to offend anybody. It's, it's a penis, isn't it? It's five-letter word. <laughs> starts with P. It's a penis. It's a penis, yeah. Yeah, that is kind you, of you essential. Absolutely need to be a penis a to be a father. <laughs> and so I save this one for last. Um, kind of a little more joke. as a joke, <laughs> but it's so true. Yeah, I mean it is true. So you have to be proud of your penis. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe you don't. Maybe maybe we should cut that. Maybe beep. that. Yeah, we can just <laughs> go back and clip that out of uh, there. So the five P's of <laughs> paternal parenting. Oh boy! Make sure you think about these guys. You well, know, the four of them at least. At least, well, <laughs> think of the four. Enjoy the fifth. Uh, purpose, you know, <laughs> prayer, uh, having a perspective, knowing your kids' personalities, and make sure you have a list of people you can go to that is going to help you parent and be the father you need to be. Uh, so this is this is part two. We're not going to do a third part. Um, we are probably not going to be able to have our next breakfast yeah, due I, to this coronavirus. I'm, I'm guessing that the uh, 10 people 
max per get together is uh gonna wipe us out there so but more more to come for that yeah so hopefully you know maybe we'll be able to get on and uh, throw out a couple more podcasts for you um you know during this time don't miss out on that um that community i mean facetime hop on the phone give somebody a call chat absolutely whatever um so Please subscribe, like, share, and give us some feedback on what you think about these podcasts. Thanks again. That'll be it. We'll catch you next time at the gathering. Be safe.